Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Sober. I'm Elizabeth Chance, and this is episode 350. By the way, if you like what you hear, please subscribe and tell your friends about it, especially if you like it. And before I go any further, I have to give a shout out to Soberlink. As a busy living sober listener, you know that my mission is to eliminate the shame of addiction through open and honest communication. So how does one do that? Well, Soberlink is a remote alcohol monitoring system that allows you to rebuild trust by sharing your recovery with your support network in real time. As a monitor client, you'll have two to three opportunities a day to prove your sobriety to loved ones through a series of scheduled tests. Once you test, your identity is confirmed and your results are sent instantly to everyone in your support network, making it easier to rebuild trust and improve communication over time. To learn more about Soberlink, download the resource guides, tips for keeping busy living sober, or to request $50 promo code by visiting www.soberlink.com slash BLS for busy living sober listener. So it's episode 350. I can't even believe it. 350 episodes, almost six years later, here we are. And today's topic is an inside job. And you're like, an inside job? What is an inside job? And an inside job is um, what's going on actually on the inside. I, for one, spend a lot of time on the outside. I don't know if you do on your outside stuff, right? You go running. It's about being thin. It's being healthy, looking good, using the right creams, using going to the dentist, having your teeth look good, getting your eyebrows done, getting eyelashes. If you get those, I did not get them. I did try it at one point, but I didn't keep up with it. Getting your nails done, which I obviously haven't done recently. But, you know, we do all this stuff to take care of this outside person that we have, right? We spend so much time, so much energy, lipstick, makeup. I mean, how would these Kardashians and everybody else get so famous if we didn't spend so much money on worrying about our outside? Even kids today. I feel like I I actually went out the other night to a restaurant and I was like, oh my gosh, look at those outfits. I was like the outfits and the skinny and the, uh, the lips and the, I was like, wow, so many people concentrate on making sure our appearances are good now but what about how we're feeling on the inside how does that feel the inside feel i'm going to get really honest with you guys which i always have for the, the whole time i've been doing busy living sober but it's been you know i'm going through a really hard time right now i moved money isn't like it used to be And my relationship with my husband is not great. And I, so all that stuff is hard, right? So marriages are hard, stressful, moving, stressful, finances, stressful. And so it was really funny because of course I, I'm a coach, but a coach has to have a coach. At least I believe that. I don't think I can coach other people unless I have a coach for myself. And I'm, it's really important for me at least to be in a good space, especially because I'm doing a podcast and I, I, you know, I tend to help a lot of people each week. So I was talking to her today and she's in Amsterdam and I went outside, I was showing her the house that we just moved into. And I gave her a video of the inside of my house, which is a total mess. And I showed her the outside, which this weekend I planned a lot of impatience and I put out mulch and I did all this stuff myself. Because again, I said, finances, I'm doing everything myself. 
It was a great workout. Um, I was sweating like nobody's business. But she goes, isn't it ironic? The outside of your house looks perfect. But you go inside and it's a mess. I was like, oh my God, you're so profound. You're so profound. I wanted my outside to look good. So when you pull up to my house, you're like, oh, doesn't her house look pretty? But the reality is on the inside, it's been a challenge. And who wants to tell anybody that life's been challenging? Who wants to admit to their friends that, you know what? I mean, I do admit to my friends, not all my friends, but I do with my oldest friends. Um, I mean, I have this, I've, I've pretty much the same best friend since I was 15 years old. So, you know, I, I reached out to her 24 seven. If it weren't for Jeannie, I'd be like dead probably. But anyway, um, I have to have friends and people to work on my insides because my insides get all rustled up and it's stressful what I'm going through. I'm also at that stage that, you know, that menopausal stage and, I am, you know, I, I'm not using hormones or anything right now. And it's your whole body just changes. Everything changes. We've got stress. We don't sleep well. At least I don't sleep well. Recently, I was sleeping well for a little bit and now I'm not again. And um, when we're getting out of control and feeling like, oh my gosh, what's happening? I can't control anything. I worry. And it's interesting because JF said to me, he goes, do you know in the Bible, it says that worrying is a sin. I was like, that's interesting. Worrying is a sin. Who doesn't worry? I don't know anybody who doesn't worry. Who doesn't worry? Doesn't everybody worry? It can't just be me. It can't just be him. I think we all worry. And we don't have faith. And I talked about it the other day on an Instagram little reel. I said, you know, are you going to feed your faith? Are you going to feed your fear? And worry is the same category as fear. And I want to have faith. And in times it gets so hard, right, to trust and know that everything's going to be okay. So the insides are constantly like all wrestled up, right? It's like if you were to look at it. I don't even know why I thought about this, but a Thanksgiving plate, like you have everything on there, right? This big plate that's full of all these different, you got stuffing and you have cranberry sauce and you have turkey and then you have potatoes and you have green beans and you have corn and you have all these different things on this plate. It's all mushled together and nothing's, you know, it just looks like a kind of mess. And that's our insides when we're worried and we're going through things that are stressful. We just get this thing that's just like craziness and it's so hard to get to a place where you want to be honest and where you want to be like I got to get help or I need somebody I need a friend and I need somebody that I can talk to and it's really hard to get to that place where you're like, I just want somebody to help me. I don't want to feel like I'm alone. I don't want to feel so stressed. I don't want to worry. I want to have complete faith. How do I do that? It's kind of funny talking to you guys right now is making me feel like, oh my gosh, it's all going to work out. Everything's going to be okay. Whatever that looks like. And I don't know what that's going to look like. And that's okay. But God, it's scary, right? It's scary. 
you know, it's been a lot of changes and in the past five years, and I've realized, you know, in the past five years, you know, I've gotten married, my kids all left, I moved to Florida, I changed these places, I did all these things. And it's been self-induced stress, I think. It's been self-induced, the fact that I still do this podcast and I don't, you know, I don't, I, I, I make a little money, but I need to focus more on bringing in an income and being fully self-supporting my own. And I haven't done that in five years and it's been kind of stressful, right? right? You think, oh, you don't you want to go and just do these things? And it's like, no, I can't afford it anymore. I need to go get a job. I need to go work. And, um, it's scary because, um, it's scary. Change is scary. And, but the reality is this, I, you know, I haven't had a drink in a long time. And I think back to those times of when I was drinking and when I would wake up the next day and be like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Where's my car? And I haven't had to do that in almost 17 years, wake up and say, Where, what have I done? That's kind of amazing. The fact that I haven't wanted a drink in this whole time. And like, if I've got received that gift, can't I handle anything? Now that I'm talking about it, I think I can. Like, I really believe, you know, that this inside job of getting into a place where I'm content is what's important, not worrying about what's going to happen and just living in the day. You know, I just need to live in the day. It's um, I'm leaving on Friday. I'm driving across the country with Henry, my youngest son, and we're driving to New Mexico. I told you guys I'm taking a painting class there. So we're driving and it's um, almost a 30 hour drive. And um, it's over 2000 miles and I'm really looking forward to just getting on the road and letting go and just going, okay, this is where we're going. I, I, we're going to try and go because Henry's like, what's our route? And I'm like, all right, we're going to try to go Mobile, Alabama, Mobile, Alabama to Dallas, Dallas, straight up to Santa Fe, New Mexico. And um, I'm going to do it one day at a time, one hour at a time. It's going to be taking, you know, it's really getting quiet with yourself. It's like looking at this country. It's so big and expansive. If you're listening and you live in America, it's like crazy. Once you leave the coast and you go in the middle, there's a lot of um, open space. And I want my insides to feel like open space. I want to feel like less construed and constricted over what are my thoughts and what is going to happen and what isn't going to happen and working on the inside. And I'm going to go to do a painting class, which really puts me in the zone. A lot of times it's just painting. I get lost in the paint and figuring out, you know, what's important and really getting balanced again and having something I've never had, which is a schedule, except for when I think that's like maybe one of my missing pieces from being a, my kids leaving. My life was really scheduled before, right? It was really like my kids would get up. And we'd get them out the door. They'd be gone for whatever, eight hours. And then you'd go pick them up. And then you'd have sports to do. And then you'd have to have dinner. And it became, it was like the morning was chaotic and the evening was chaotic. And then that ends. And I was working and I had my own business. I, I mean, I had an actual store. You know, I actually had an office that I had saw clients in when I was in Philadelphia. And I haven't had that. 
And I think that's what's missing is that I haven't had that structure of being like, all right, I get up, I do this, I do, you know, I get up, I meditate, I journal, I go for a walk, then what? And it's, you know, not having that structure for me has given me this, like, sense where I can just sit there and mull over what I've, what, you know, could happen and what couldn't happen. And I am now like trying all these new things. I, you know, I'm going to go back to teaching yoga again, which I'm very excited about. I've never really taught yoga. Actually, I just got certified. I just taught my family how to do it, but I'm going to start doing something with my yoga, which I'm very excited about. And I'm going to get back with that. And I'm going to start coaching again with uh, taking clients on again, which I'm very excited about. And I'm going to paint and I'm going to do the things that make me, that fill my soul. And I feel like when I'm working on this outside stuff, I don't work it on this inside stuff and it gets out of whack and it doesn't match. And I will remember, and I have to remind myself also, and I want to tell you guys this story. So when I was getting sober, I would go to, you know, I went at that point, you know, everybody knows I attend 12 step meetings. So I used to go to um, meetings in, um, I would always like put on a baseball cap and my, and, you know, I would be hiding under my baseball cap or I'd wear something cute. And um, it was all about the outfit. Right. And I remember my sponsor, this is like when I had two years, she looked at me and she goes, this isn't about getting sober is not about working on your outsides, Elizabeth. It's about working on your insides. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? And she's like, you constantly are worried about what the way you look and you're not worrying about those things that are going on inside of you, those feelings and those things that are happening within inside of your skin. And you don't pay attention to those. And when you don't pay attention to those, you know, you can work on your outside, but if your inside starts to go yucky, it just, it doesn't match. Right. And it's uncomfortable. And I am wanting to be comfortable. Do you have that sense that you want to be comfortable too? Don't you want to get to that place where you're like, I don't want to stress over this stuff that I really have no, like, I I'm going to do the best I can do and work on what I need to do one foot in front of the other. And, um, beyond that, like that's all I can, it's all I can do is do my best. It's all I can do is my best. I need to, um, for me, I also need to attend meetings. And I think I've told you guys on here, I used to go to meetings all the time and, you know, you get a certain amount of years and you're like, I don't need to go that much anymore. And then COVID happens and everything happens on zoom. And you're like, I keep going to meetings on zoom. It's great. It's so easy. I can climb out of my bed and just sit here in this chair and participate in the zoom meeting which is great. And it's better than no meeting, but I need to go in person again. And so on Saturday, after feeling really down and out and feeling like I wanted to just, I was just feeling really, really depressed. And luckily again, I have a best friend that calls me out of my shit. And she said, uh, she's like, you need to go to a meeting. And I was like, Oh, I want to go to a meeting, but I need to go to a meeting. And I went on this meeting app they have on your phone. It's got a folding chair on it. Saw that there was a women's meeting in, you know, it was literally starting in seven minutes. And I thought I should go. 
And so I got up and I put on whatever was there. I don't even know. I don't even think I brushed my teeth to be completely honest. And I just got in the car and I went and it was amazing. And it felt so good. And it felt like I was where I was supposed to be. And I felt like, like when you go and you see friends you haven't seen in a really long time, it was, and even though I, I, I knew a couple of people that were there were not, not everybody, but I knew a couple of people, but I really went there and I left and I felt so much better. And I said, I got to do a 90 and 90. So I'm doing 90 meetings in 90 days. I don't know how I'm going to do it while I'm on the road, but I'll figure it out. I've got that meeting app. Hopefully I'll find them or I can go and see them, but I'm going to do 90 days and see how I feel. But, you know, this inside job that we all, at least for me, we all want to pretend like everything's okay, right? We all want to say, we got this, life is good. You know, I just saw something that um, somebody said that everybody has got their head in the sand right now. A lot of people, and I think since COVID, we all, and since the political politics that have been going on, you know, the politics that have been going on are crazy. And I can't, I don't watch the news. It was I don't watch the news at all. So Jeannie was like this morning, she calls me. She's like, oh my God, did you see that shooting? And I'm like, no, I didn't. It just makes me sad. And then I saw like the debt ceiling. I'm like, isn't it crazy? Our government spends so much money that they have to raise their debt ceiling. It's like us calling a credit card companies and going, I need a little more credit because I can't afford everything I'm doing. So give me some more credit and I'll rack up my debt and it's going to be okay. I'm like, I couldn't do that. I'll be in debt for the rest of my life. I'll die. My kids are like, oh, all this. I'd be terrible. So it's just like, oh my gosh, in our country, we wonder why we're all like, it's so crazy, isn't it? We're like, we keep adding more expenses. It's like, we got to stop spending money. All of us, me, most importantly, and um, which I have. And it feels, feels kind of good because I'm going to tell you another something funny. When I moved from a big house to a small house, and you see all this stuff that I've accumulated through the years and Jeff's, I'm like, Oh, I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing a, um, I've been doing a meditation with Deepak Chopra on abundance and how I want abundance in my life. And he's like, you want abundance? Look at how many lamps you have. And I just hysterically laughed. And I was like, Oh my God, you're so right. I have so much. I feel like a lot of us have so much, right? We can go to home goods. We can go to Amazon. We can sit here and we can buy, 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 buy. And we try to fill that hole in our soul again, that inside job. I tried to fill it with stuff, right? We try to fill it with alcohol. We try to fill it with drugs. Then we go to shopping. Then we go to sugar. Then we go to, you know, relationships. It's just all this crazy stuff. We keep adding, 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 adding to the inside to fill the soul, but it only can come from letting go and trusting God and, you know, God to you can be whatever you want it to be, Buddha, Allah, whatever, um, the trees, the universe, the stars, but we all have to have something. I'm a firm believer in that, by the way. I don't think you can have sobriety. I don't think you can have Zen. I don't think you can be clear on the inside until you believe in something bigger than yourself. Getting sober and being sober is such a um, spiritual thing. It's like you can't take a magic pill and get it. You can't take it. It's literally it's it's human contact. It's realizing that we're on this journey together. It is realizing that we can't take ourselves too seriously, that there is something bigger than us that's guiding this whole thing. And, you know, I believe that. 
And if I believe that, then I have to trust. Then I can't live in the fear anymore. I have to trust. I have to worry on this inside when I go to all these feelings of like, and especially it hits me at night, right? Like when I lay in my bed and I especially think of my oldest son that isn't talking to me, you know, we're going through that estrangement thing that he hasn't been speaking to me. And I think of him every single solitary night when I go to bed, I mean, I think of all three of my kids before I go to bed, but it's just, what can I do about it? And so I got a suggestion, just pray. And, um, I always tend to pray for other people, but somebody said I could pray for myself too. And I'm like, I've never really prayed for myself. I think maybe I should, maybe that'll help that inside job. But I know that if I keep doing what I'm doing with going to meetings and excuse me, I was just got really parched. Um, going to meetings, journaling, talking to friends, doing my work, that things will get better, that life will get better, that this worrying won't have to, it won't have to happen anymore. Because I want to just trust. I want my inside to be as organized and as zen as my outside is. And I won't get that just by, you know, wishing it away or having a pity party and being by myself and looking at the negative all the time. I have to look at the positive. I have to look at the gifts that I've received. I have to look at um, what is good in my life. And it's kind of interesting. There's this old saying that if you throw everybody's problems in the middle of a pot, if you were sitting in a round, around with, with all your friends and you threw all of your problems in the middle, you would pick up your problems any day of the week rather than somebody else's. And I have to remember that. I have to remember that. Everything I'm going through will pass one way or another. One way or another, it will pass and I'll go on to the next. But if I keep this inside so crazy and so jostled up and so stressful and I keep and I don't let go. I'll be like this forever. I want to just let go. I just want to let go. And it's so hard. It is so hard to just say, I give up. I'm going to let go. I'm just going to float. I'm just going to be. I'm just going to trust. It takes a lot to get there. But I'm there. I've got to let go. Got to trust. I have to have my insides match my outsides. That's my goal. I don't want to be scared anymore. I don't want to worry anymore. And I know you don't either. So take care of you. 
let go. Look at the gratitude. Look at the positives. Because I will bet, just like for you, the positives outweigh the negatives. And nothing, nothing is worth picking up a drink or a drug over. No matter what. You got this. All right, that's enough for me for this 350th episode. I will be back with 351 next week from Santa Fe, New Mexico, from a hotel room somewhere in the world. It'll be in Santa Fe, but um, I'll be back next week. And again, if you like what you hear, please subscribe to my channel and please share it with your friends. And please know that you are not alone. I got you. Please reach out with any questions, comments, suggestions, topics you want me to talk about, thinking people you think I should have on the show. Um, let me know. Please reach out. We got this, right? We got this together. It's an inside job. We're going to all work on our insides. Of course, we got to keep working on the outside too a little bit. Let's face it. Okay. We're, I'm getting old now. I got to keep worrying about how this looks too. But I can't just worry about the outside. I got to worry about the inside too in my heart and feelings and letting go and trusting and all those adjectives that are tend to bring a little bit more work than putting, getting our eyebrows done. That's for sure. Or getting a manicure. So reach out, know that you're not alone and I will talk to you next week. And until next week, Oh, by the way, you know how to reach me, Elizabeth, E L I Z A B E T H at elizabethchance.com. And chance spelled exactly the way you know how to spell it. C-H-A-N-C-E. And um, until next time, keep getting busy living. All right. Take care, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye.